this day from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. As you can tell, my voice is going. Someone really enjoyed the uh, Christmas carols yesterday, so bear with me. I'll do the best I can. Pleasure to have you all here today. But yes, enjoy the voice cracks. I'll be back in middle school. Well, well, it's happened. Christmas is here. And Christmas is a great time of year. The beautiful greenery, the lights, the decorations that are strung in and around the house. Children get to celebrate the new presents that they got this year. You guys open up presents already? No, it comes later. Very good. Later on, all right. But it's coming. There are all these different incredible things that happen at this time of year. But after today, uh, we might like to keep our decorations up for a while, and I don't want to put my tree away because I'm lazy. Things will go back to normal after so short of a time. But underneath all the merry and the holly of this holiday season was everything perfect for you this Christmas. Did you find all the perfect presents that were underneath your tree? You didn't even open them. Well, you have to see later on. There's a lot of things, a lot of anticipation that goes into the Christmas season. But there can also be a lot of problems that get dredged up as well. Maybe there was a chair that was empty in your home that should have been filled by a loved one. For whatever reason, they weren't there. Maybe they live somewhere else. Maybe there's some bad blood. Maybe they've since passed away. But there can be this gulf of separation that can quickly form between other people. It even affects those who care for each other. It can quickly make us feel displaced and on our own. And just like there might be distance between us and other people, the people in the lives that we care about. Maybe you seal that same gulf of separation between yourself and God, between God and mankind. A good look at our world today can make heaven seem so far away. Sin ravages the whole world around us. Corruption in our world today seems to be getting worse and worse. And sin attacks us on a personal level too and separates us from all good. Though a little voice that's in our heads that tells us that we're facing all of our problems alone. That we're on our own in this world. And looking at the world around us, it can be hard to see if there is a loving and all-powerful God. This gulf of separation between sin and perfection is vast and we simply can't cross that divide we cannot cross that gulf of separation between us and God we can't come to him but God can come to us God is with his people our loving God is with us with us in all of our sin all of our weaknesses and all of our imperfections. And he has been since the beginning. 
John states that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through Him all things were made. Without Him nothing was made that was made. The Word, the second person of the Trinity, the Son of God, Jesus, has been with His people, with His whole creation, since the very beginning of our existence. He cares deeply for you all and has created, crafted a perfect place in His creation for you. You ever think about that? God has destined your life where it is today. Every good thing that's happened, all for you. He's provided for you everything from the clothes that are on your back to the very air that we breathe to the vocal cords we abuse. And the Word didn't sit across this gulf of separation at the beginning of time, dwelling in perfection and wait for us, His people, to catch up with Him. John again states that the Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. And I want to talk a little bit more about the phrase, made his dwelling. Now in the Old Testament, um, before Jesus walked the earth, the Israelites, the people of God, were wandering in the desert after their exodus from Egypt, after the plagues, after the Red Sea crossing. God had a dwelling place with his people as they wandered in the desert for 40 years. No matter where they went, their God, the one true God, went with them. God and his people are inseparable. Even when his people complain to him, even when they sin, even when his people do not measure up to his standard of perfection. God's dwelling place is not across some gulf of separation. God's dwelling is always on the move with his people. The word became flesh and made his dwelling with us. And that dwelling that he had in the wilderness was the tabernacle. Now, a tabernacle was this mobile temple, but in essence, it was a tent. And John, in his gospel, and in his introduction to it, he says this word, and the word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. If you look at the original language, it would be just as easy to say the word became flesh and tabernacle among us. In the same way that God moved with his people as they wandered through the desert throughout their 40 years, Jesus came and moved with his people. That's exactly what happened on Christmas. And it's why we celebrate this holiday with so much fervor. Fervor. It embodies this promise, this free gift, that God continues to be with his people, no matter what. It's a greater present than anything under your Christmas tree. Just like in the Old Testament where God tabernacled with his people, Jesus came and tabernacled with his people too. Jesus moved with his people. If you read the Gospels, it's amazing that how much he travels, how much he moves to the different towns throughout Galilee and Judea and even Samaria. He came into this world 
John says that he came into that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. And so often when he would come to those towns, the crowd would drive him out, or they would drive him out and follow him along the way. He came into this world, even though he would not be treated as a king, but treated as a castaway, all starting with being born into a manger in some backwater farm town. But he still came, and he tabernacled with his people. He came and experienced all of our sin, all of our flaws, and all of our imperfections. And he's still with his people, even still today. Jesus promises to be with his people. John says, before long, the world will not see me anymore, but you, my disciples, will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I am in you. Jesus is in us. Even though we do not see our God in the flesh, he dwells, he tabernacles in your heart, the hearts of his people. As his people move around this world, no matter where we go, no matter what we do, Jesus moves with you. That is his promise that is celebrated in every Christmas. There's no gulf of separation between us and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Just as Jesus came and tabernacled with his people on earth, he also promises to tabernacle in your heart, the hearts of his faithful people. Now, there's a phrase that I've used in this sermon today, his people. We might be wondering who exactly are his people? Am I in this exclusive group? Yes, we all are, absolutely. You folks decided to come to church on what is one of the busiest holidays of the year. You all are absolutely his people. Many of you, I'm sure, are getting God's word twice this week. But I encourage you to think of this as you leave here today. Although we are his people, Jesus is Lord of all creation, Lord over all people. And he cares deeply about all people. The people that might not have been at your Christmas Day celebration. He cares about that empty chair. We are called to reflect Christ's light, his presence to the different people that we meet. John 8 says that I, Jesus, am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Living in Christ's light shows us a new way, a better way to live in the world today. In fact, it shows the world the way it was meant to be. And you and I get to be heralds of this new world because we have Jesus dwelling, tabernacling in our hearts, abiding with us wherever we choose to go. That same word which spoke creation into being, who healed the lame, sick, blind and raised the dead wells in you and me and he is stronger far stronger than all of the sin all of the corruption all of the gulfs of separation that our fallen world has to offer and he invites us all to live 
as a part of his family, as the children of God. As our gospel message says today, to all who did receive it, to those who believed in his name, he gives the right to become the children of God. Jesus, even now, is moving with his people, bringing them to a proper relationship with God, our Father, and with one another. May he continue to dwell in our hearts, bridging the gulfs of separation to divide us and tabernacle people. Amen. Let's stand as we confess our faith with